राज नाम तो सुना होगा Yeah, you're right though. Every every episode of Extended Clip has at least 3 minutes worth of dog wrangling material. <laughs> But that's fine. You know, I know there's a lot of animal fans out there. You know, people who miss the heyday of the animal planet. Get get home from school, turn on cable, watch animals do funny things for a little while. You they, know, life was better back then. They don't even have animals on Animal Planet anymore. It's just no. people talking about them. Yeah. That's and now up. now it's all just like cat videos on YouTube. Can you, <laughs> enough, right? Yeah, man, I've never, you know, I've never been a fan of that type of stuff. Oh, really? So you go against <laughs> the grain, kind of? Yeah, man, instead of, like, cute videos, I, I like looking up, like, the cartel deaths <laughs> on LiveLeak. That's 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 what they should be showing on uh, on TV. Okay. <laughs> that would the, be kind of funny. Because, like, cause like I, I feel like in popular culture, the, the, the stand-in, like, whether it was in um, movies or TV or just, like, popular culture, people would just say, like, oh, cute cat videos or something like that. It's, like, the thing that people look at online. So it would be kind of funny if people were like, ah, yeah, I just, you know, wish I could just go home and look at some cartel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cartel yeah, I videos. I stayed up all night looking at cartel executions <laughs> again. I'm on live leak looking at <laughs> a strange body modification surgeries gone wrong or something oh, i don't even need cable anymore <laughs> that's i mean you know that's they talk like it is you're right like kind of like maybe up until maybe like 2015 or something like people talk about internet it's like it's all about viral videos oh you know, yeah that's that's what's on there it's like people are just constantly consuming viral videos uploading them you know even even your character in your movie might you know get involved oh, in a little viral plot i think we've talked about it on the podcast before but that definitely was a huge phenomenon from like 2010 to 2015 and Basically, every movie that involved a character going viral was terrible. Uh, there, there was like one or two exceptions, uh, maybe, but for the most part, uh, pretty pretty bad plot device because, I don't know, I think people just didn't really, people still didn't know what it meant while it was happening, I think. True. Have you, any of you guys gone viral? Gone no. Worldwide viral? <laughs> No? Okay. No. I guess that makes sense. I think you would know. <laughs> I, I think you would know. I think, you know, hey man, extended clip goes viral every time we drop a damn episode. <laughs> we need to get some viral marketing campaigns or something, you know. Absolutely. Um, I mean, our, our, I think a good segue into the topic today, our, our favorite kind of viral marketing influencer, uh, Male Soul, is soon doing a face reveal. <laughs> and I can only imagine that he looks like the character Raj that the character that Shah Rukh Khan plays in our movie today uh, plays. His, his character within the movie, his alpha male, uh, ki- kind of the exaggeration of who he usually plays, the, the version of himself that a nerd would be playing to pretend to be him in Rob Nibbana Dejodi by Aditya Chopra. That is the topic of today's After Hours episode. JT, you brought this movie to us. Uh, thank you. It was beautiful. I cried a little bit. Nice. I cried a little bit this time too, and I cried the first time I watched it. Yeah, it's such a powerfully like emotive and expressive uh, romantic comedy for the most part and 
I think I don't know just like one of the core concepts of like uh, love is being able to see God in another person is uh, just something that's really beautiful and they explore that in a I don't know, a touching way. And it's like after we did, after we had a really lusty main feed episode, I knew we had to return back to our roots <laughs> of loving love oh. and have a little, something a little bit more wholesome and pure. And uh, I don't know, it's just, it's such a beautiful movie. Love always wins. I mean, I gave this movie a higher score than I gave the movies we watched on the pod last week. Love wins. <laughs> you, guys, you guys are just two sweethearts, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Malcolm hated this yeah, movie. I fucking, uh, I'm just not in a good place right now. And watching this movie really really ticked me off. No, um, the, the movie was great. Like I, <clears throat> I really enjoyed it. And uh, like you said, yeah, like seeing SRK kind of go into like that nerdy mode, that more reserved mode. And like I think... I mean, honestly, I feel like male soul, you know, with the face reveal to get back to that topic. Um, <laughs> um, I feel like he's he's probably going through a makeover, right? He's probably going to yeah. his barber friend. You're right telling now. me you think it's an act that the male soul guy isn't the coolest dude. He's not macho. I mean, I think, you know, I think it's it's within him. You know what I mean? Just like yeah. as we've seen with this movie, you know, we we can change over time for the things we love. You know, he's loved his experience on social media so he's been going to become the people you know he's posting absolutely but um i mean you know that aside i mean <laughs> uh, yeah i mean it's just it i love the way like this is structured and how like i don't know certain parts of the movie will just be kind of like kind of like uh not sped through but done you know delivered in a succinct matter and other scenes you know are kind of like a little more drawn out and whatnot and you know the the music is amazing too and like the way it's kind of like introduced how it's like kind of like sparsely used at first and then eventually you're hearing it you know all the damn time and mm -hmm. it's i mean yeah really like this movie i love how they tease out like some of those scene like themes because you hear like i forget it, i feel like it must be like 40 minutes till like the first uh like musical sequence mm -hmm. but there's so many moments before that where they're sort of like i, I don't know priming you for yeah, it getting yeah. you ready yeah i mean the film um it's about two hours 40 and, and it does i mean you know that's about average about for bollywood but it, it does feel like it takes its time with a lot of those things like the beginning uh just those establishing shots of uh where is it uh amritsar where they the film takes place just like getting a look into that you know local environment even if it is through a bollywood lens obviously it's cleaned up a bit for this being a huge film and everything but it does have this like semi-realist feel to it and the film takes a lot of time out to kind of set up environmental stuff uh as well as character and theme so to if you don't know what happens in the film Shah Rukh Khan plays Suri. He is like the most. Uh, what's his full name again? I know they they shorten it to that. Uh, Suri Surinder uh, Sani. Surinder Sani. Yeah, and so they shorten it to. They call him Suri. Is a cute little name. Uh, the most everyman of the everymen. Uh, he's just like middle of the road, middle class. Uh, middling appearances, you know, SRK dressed up as a nerd, you know, and he, he lands himself in a kind of complicated situation where he is now married to a woman, uh, the woman of his dreams, truly, but she just doesn't love him. And how that happened, we'll get into, but uh, 
he transcends his very median lifestyle to become the alpha male that we usually know Shah Rukh Khan as, even if it is this kind of cartoony version of that. And as this character, and he calls himself Raj Kapoor as this character, uh, he seduces his wife, Tani, in order to win her affection. Um, and it's just such a great, like, classic rom- ro- yeah. classic romantic comedy plot. Uh, we've talked about how so many comedies and specifically romantic comedies are just about pretending to be someone that you completely aren't in order to win someone over and just lying to them for an hour and a half or so (laughs) and this really commits to that so deeply with the dual performances by Shah Rukh Khan and the emotional turmoil that Tani gets put through uh in her Bollywood debut too and just like such an assured lead performance from her as well it's it's such a remarkable movie no, yeah, I like. I kind of. It's kind of interesting how this movie starts out, right? You know, because like your typical, like I mean, I I guess like you know, kind of like the nerd lusting after you know a beautiful woman. Those type of movies, you know, usually don't start out with him, you know, quote unquote, getting the girl, even mm-hmm. though it's under the circumstance <laughs> of her dad and her fiance <laughs> both. Did the fiance die? Yeah, yeah, the fiance yeah. dies on the yeah. way to the wedding. Yeah, so, so to set it up a little more, yeah. sorry. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> it is quite the setup. Uh, Tani is about to get married, and we they meet each other right before her wedding, and her father is like, oh, this guy, you know, he was my best student ever. This, this is the kind of guy, you know, you really should have been with, but, you know, he, he's a great guy. Uh, and then within 30 seconds, it turns out that the groom has been in a terrible accident and him and his entire party have died. And then the father has a heart attack hearing that news. And the father uh, is just like, I'm not going to leave you alone to the daughter. Uh, I'm not going to leave you alone. Just like marry Shah Rukh Khan uh, before I die. And so they just enter this somewhat arranged marriage. But they, they talk about the different. Like there's mentioned of arranged versus love marriage in that first like five minutes. Mm -hmm. And so it's a really kind of complicated situation that starts this whole thing out. No. Yeah, exactly. Instead of him kind of like pining after her, which he does, but it's like a different, in a much different context than, you know, you're used to seeing. And then, you know, then he kind of, uh, you know, learns maybe, you know, maybe through lying, you could call it lying. Maybe he, you know, he's just trying some things out, you know, trying to find his, uh, his new swag or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just seeing that, you know, progression kind of like, cause like up until he kind of creates that character, it kind of has like a, a solemn feel to the movie, especially kind of mm-hmm. like in that 20 minutes, like before, um, his coworkers come over and he's just like kind of just sitting alone at the table while she's like just sitting in her room and like, yeah, I don't know, like really kind of like establishes, you know, kind of each emotion you get to see, you know, kind of like his timid, uh, dorky nature and how like isolated it's, it's got him and it, it sells that really well. It's super isolated that first like 20 minutes after they're married. There, there are so many single shots of them from a really wide distance and uh, yeah, the, sh- the film's shot in scope and the spaces are all wide enough to kind of show the characters in such great isolation and um, yeah, it's just a really like the uncomfortability of this new arrangement really guides the first part of this movie uh, SRK like really wants to kind of win her over, but he's like a little timid, and he just that that's his style of loving, nice, slow, and sweet, as he says, <laughs> slow and soft, slow and soft. <laughs> yes, that is true. He says nice, slow and soft, and I love how his first act of love, like that he tries before even doing this character, is like 
he writes down his cell phone number for her because they don't even have each other's numbers, even though they're married and he goes to work and he takes a flower out of the vase and puts it on and he's like very satisfied with himself. And then he takes it off and puts it back in the vase. <laughs> like, can't even commit to giving his wife a flower in a more direct way. Uh, clearly showing that he needs to transform himself. Uh, but does he? And that's the moral of the story. <laughs> I love like the cucked uh, SRK. Like yeah. it's just so funny to see him play against type like that. And I mean, like obviously, like physically, like they disguise it by just giving him like bigger kind of clothes. To, yeah, because like, he's still like in scenes where you see like him uh, a little bit more undressed. It's like he's still a ripped. Like yeah, handsome he guy. did have to lose his six pack abs to shoot this. Apparently, yeah. that's what I read on Wikipedia. <laughs> That's a big sacrifice. It's a big sacrifice. A guy like him, like one of the most handsome movie stars out there, you're going to make a ugly him up? I mean, we talk about the fucking, that's the most annoying like Hollywood discourse all the time yeah. is how they ugly up all the famous actors and like, oh, how brave it was. But yeah. it's never for stuff like this. It's never for like yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the high concept romantic comedy. It, it, it's always for the more prestige kind of thing. And this is, it is a crowd-pleasing, high-concept romantic comedy. It is a movie that did incredibly well, like, uh, in India and overseas. Like, I, I think it's, like, one of the better-selling uh, Bollywood movies internationally, including the soundtrack, I think, was, like, the first to ever hit top 10 on iTunes, just in the general iTunes store, which mm -hmm. is a pretty big accomplishment, to be honest. No, I mean, the music is great in here, like oh, I mentioned incredible. before. And, like, that scene you were mentioning when he, like, lays down the rows... At first, you get like your taste of like so good, and then he puts it back, and it's like you know that's in him, but you know it's he's not letting it go yet, yeah. or letting it out yet. And uh, also speaking of like you know actors transforming for roles, you hear that Jared Leto got a rib removed for the Marilyn Manson <laughs> biopic he's he's doing. Hey, you hear about that? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Yeah, get the play Kevin the, Eubanks no, drop. No, play the music for, from the movie right there. <laughs> Editing request. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. That's not happening on this one. Um, <laughs> I do like in his nerdy character how like the physical performance of it operates you know he's kind of slunched over you get that lesson halfway through where his friend uh bobby coza teaches him to be macho and <laughs> stick his chest out all oh, the walks. swag walk yeah That's the macho awesome. walk is so funny but his usual walk is like kind of slumped and uh there's a gag where he has a flash drive like on a necklace that's plugged into a computer <laughs> and he like stands up too fast and it's a it's like a jerry lewis style gag almost and i i read someone compare this to the nutty professor which kind of put that thought in my head where you have this incredible movie star of course jerry lewis is a comedy star but movie star nonetheless uh kind of going between the dork and the alpha male and uh showing how true love wins out in the end and it really did make me think of Jerry Lewis just as like a so, someone who can command a movie with his presence that much, you know. No, yeah, so much that the movie kind of revolved like the premise yeah. of the movie is like, you know, what if he was a dork and then he transforms into like a, you know, a dancing yeah. star. And I think that's also you're talking about how popular it was. I think people love 
love that narrative you know what Absolutely. i mean they see, they see every man as arcade they're like there's a there's me there's a wild <laughs> yeah. romantic man in me like, <laughs> yeah like i'm him. just as handsome as i'm him. just as handsome i got i just need like to him. shave my mustache <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> and get some cool ed hardy tees True. yeah dude that's so, like more of his friend it, well he once he gets cool but his friends already kind of rocking that style dude, Bobby. yeah bobby Coza <laughs> rolls through with the ed hardy and fit definitely uh and then he he's the one who makes over uh sorry into Raj and yeah the the very Ed Hardy heavy fits that he gets are incredible it's so funny they're all like not fully like crop top tees but he moves his arm a little bit and you see his stomach <laughs> and uh, he has different colored shades to go with every shirt he wears as Raj too <laughs> it's just so awesome he's got that one shirt that has like a chain laced through the collar oh yes. man that rules <laughs> <laughs> Also, the like the makeover scene or whatever, like there's just uh, just like kind of like the the directions that scene goes is just like I don't know, just small kind of touches that make kind of elevate it, kind of like the power going out and like you know, um, uh, uh, surrender is that his name in it or yeah yeah and like Surrey and like him him just like in the dark being like I don't know about this and then the lights <laughs> turn on and then you have the comedic like oh because they shaved off the mustache just kind of hitting like two notes within the same minute you know yeah doing that that romance and that comedy <laughs> right at once I like how uh, he wanted to trim his mustache which I I would only think like he's just gonna give him like a pencil thin like John Waters mustache <laughs> Hitler mustache oh god or Chaplin I should or say. Chaplin mustache. Yeah. there is some Chaplin-esque stuff in this movie for sure <laughs> Um, so yeah, he, he gets the, the makeover and it cuts to him like picking wedgies out of his Ed Hardy jeans and wearing his bad boy shirt. <laughs> bad, yeah. Oh that's man. Right out the gate. He's wearing the, the shirt that says bad boy. <laughs> and we didn't even say why he got the makeover. So his wife wanted to go to this like dancing uh, school. And so he realized like, oh, if I could just like watch her dance as like an alpha male uh, and then surprise her at home, I'll win her affection. But of course, as the alpha male, he gets looped into being her dance partner and Come on, when when a dance contest is introduced in the first hour of a movie, especially from what I've seen in Indian movie, you know that the third act is just gonna blow your fucking <laughs> yeah. mind. No, that that is true, and that it, that is like, it is funny that his plan is just like I'm just gonna go and like look at her. Yeah, then like um like you said, like he gets matched up with her, and like I don't know. It's it's funny how he still like doesn't have it. Like the wife at first is being like, you know, this guy's like a dork or whatever, just being like over aggressive, like kidding on her. And then like eventually, like to the point, I guess like when he's like, I, you know, I probably shouldn't be your partner. And then like that's that's when it snaps. And then you you have a um, the movie theater, you know, oh, man. sequence. And I love the way like the movies are used in yeah, this. Yeah, I was about to say like, that they go to the movies like four, like four or five separate times. His entire like. perception of her, or not entire, but so much of his perception of his wife is based on how she reacts to movies. And I feel like that's such a great meta comment with this thing where you have like the biggest movie star uh, playing against type and playing an exaggeration of his type. And it's so much about his own perception as a star. And yeah, I just love that. And then you get the musical number. I think it's the second musical number that you get has this like purple rose of Cairo style intro uh, where, uh, you know, she she's at the movies with Suri and then Raj pops up on the screen. He's like, hey, you, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and it's so fucking sick. You just get this incredible exuberant like black and white set uh, where the only like non black and white is just like 
the the features of the people pretty much and it's just this incredible set but then you just go to three other sets within this musical number and it's kind of how a lot of these operate uh, the musical numbers have these little like scenelets within them this one has that black and white set that i talked about then it goes to this kind of like backlot set that has a really gray kind of feel to it uh of like an old timey street kind of yeah, yeah I uh, feel with like a really fake backdrop too that looks amazing you just like transport through a little like movie history yeah there yeah each yeah time it's a it's a fun little ride to go on and i, I like how it's like you get each like a uh, set piece and then like it cuts back at the end it's just like a lot of like the like editing and like a montage of this is just really solid as well absolutely and musical sequences and just kind of like transition scenes as well the way it comes back from intermission though is so beautiful like and i i think this there might be two different cuts of the film maybe because i saw two different runtimes that were like very similar mm. uh but i noticed that my subtitles completely went out of sync coming back from intermission and i had to get a new file mm-hmm. uh because i believe maybe there's a version where intermission it comes right back to the first song i think that I, training song i think because I, I watched it on uh amazon prime supports jeff bezos of course and, uh, <laughs> yeah there are two different cuts on Amazon. yeah and there I was I, and it. like i feel like the I don't remember like intermissions in mind, maybe. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, the the intermission freeze frame is amazing. You probably still got that scene, maybe. No, yeah. You where he goes scene. up to the <laughs> the mannequin, of course, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. mannequin with the mustache on, <laughs> and you just get that beautiful two shot of him just you know looking so sad. Uh, you know, both Shah Rukh Khan characters technically, even though one of them's a mannequin. But hey, that could say something about artificiality of the movies, can it? Oh yeah, definitely. But anyway. As I was saying, uh, one version cuts straight to the song because my subtitles just started showing lyrics for the first song right away and I had to get a new file. But it it comes back from intermission on the scene of him uh, praying and then seeing her walk by like very quickly. It's just like a 15 second little segment before it cuts to them in the car garage doing a musical number uh, with him as Raj. This is him as Suri uh, praying. And it's just a great little like tease at what the second half is really going to be about and how these two see God in each other and how their faith and their love intertwine. Uh, And it's just so beautiful. Like as a person who's like not exactly religious, like, you know, I, I would actually say not religious at all. Uh, <laughs> Got a little bit of that in you, you know? No, I mean like... prayer once a year? Yeah, like I'm culturally Jewish, so <laughs> yeah. I've been told about God my whole life, yeah. you know, and it's not fully out of me. Uh, but like as someone who's not very religious at all, it still spoke to me so deeply and was just one of the most moving things about the movie for sure. And also like I kind of like how like, and it's even addressed in dialogue, but like, like there's certain points in the movie where like, you know... Uh, Suri could just kind of stop the charade maybe and yeah. tell her or whatever but they're like him and his friend Bobby they're both like it's up to God now where this leads oh yeah I love give it that up to the like big man. it just like follows through on that amazing deranged like romantic comedy logic and movie mm-hmm. magic yeah. I love that it carries it out because I think it really teases out like um, the premise and just sort of him finding like where he like where Suri stands in terms of like being Raj like what's the like what aspect of himself is he exposing as opposed to just pretending to be a different person Uh, I also like how much the music kind of ramps up in the second half like it's much more aggressive there's some auto-tuned singing in the second half too which sounds awesome Mm -hmm. like some of the vocals are like very distorted and uh, I, I, I don't know. I just thought like the, the music of the second half and especially the refrains from the first half just made it feel so much more impactful. 
uh, as the romance heats up, you know, you get this eating contest where <laughs> Raj and Tani eat, you know, uh, I, I forgot what they're eating, some sort of, you know, wrapped thing that yeah. looked, it looked very good. I don't know what it is, but it looked very good. Sure. <laughs> uh, I feel like I would, I would win. <laughs> I feel like I would not. I also yeah. like oh, other the spicy, food. the spicy food. Uh, you know, yeah. I love spicy food. True. My butthole does not. <laughs> uh, I would have to tap out. You know, <laughs> health <laughs> consideration. <laughs> I'm getting older. You know, I can't. I can't take it down like I used to. I really can't. I used to. But I can't. <laughs> you're, going, anyway. you're coming direct now. No, yeah. no eating contests for dates anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love how it's so spicy. And they're like cry like the you see the tears flowing from their eyes from like the spice or whatever and just from probably like the meat sweats yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like they're still like smiling at each other and just like inaudibly flirting while eating kind of just like visual looks at each other it's it's such a funny scene and then of course they both go home uh, she's just like yeah i just uh, grabbed a big dinner with my friend so i'm not gonna eat but here's your dinner <laughs> <laughs> and uh that the, he you know, talks about how painful love is as he's just like, oh, my tummy, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like laying late at night, uh, you know, can't believe how much pain he's in because of love because he had to eat two dinners. <laughs> True. It is like the the pain of love is like a big theme throughout, of you know, the movie, especially, I guess, like unrequited or not, or I guess, what is it? Not unrequited, but like un, uh, unreciprocated love or whatever. Mm. That he, that he kind of deals with and him kind of just like scrambling around just, you know, to get this girl's affection and how like, yeah, he literally like he gets into eating contests that makes his stomach hurt or like a sumo wrestling. Speaking of, of unreciprocated love, there's one scene I think that really explores that concept where it's like right after uh, Suri is taught about like the whole macho shtick. And, like, he goes through with trying that out and just, like, fucking, like, whiffs. And he's like, wait a minute. Like, women don't want this? Like, and there's that scene with the two of them in the dressing room Mm -hmm. where she's sort of explaining it. And it's just a beautiful way to, like, divvy them uh, up and, like, get both, like, unique reactions there. It's it's so classically shot, just, like, the the wide shot where it's the the barrier of the two dressing rooms separating them, but you see them both, you know, taking up an equal part of the frame and just, like, the thing where characters are talking to each other but kind of looking at camera because they're just so deep in their thoughts almost, and it's it's such a beautiful scene. And speaking of another thread that I brought up earlier of diarrhea, I did like when uh, the after he gets the macho lesson and it's this like very sentimental, like a kind of traditional ceremony thing that they're doing. Uh, sorry for my ignorance here, uh, but he's like hiding in the bathroom because he doesn't want to do it, and uh, she comes for him, and he's like, "Sorry, I have loose movements." <laughs> That is that is like the like the ceremony where like like you're like I'm officially not fucking this guy. Yeah, like you're you're my bro or my sis. You're my, br- you're my yeah, brother. Yeah. And then the guy was crying. That was like I do kind of like yeah like like there's how it, like like the sumo subplot is something that comes to mind. But like since this movie's so long, it'll take kind of like certain detours or him like you know learning the macho ness. Yeah. And it's just like stuff that you wouldn't get. I don't know maybe like 
in like American romantic comedies that have to be a little bit more like shorter, you know, just because of expectations. I feel like the, the like length really helps it go to interesting mm-hmm. places. And also like that scene you were talking about, the dressing room scene, some great um, SRK being, you know, lustful for the wall acting. <laughs> oh, you know, just yeah. Just... Up against the wall, just <laughs> like, oh, I, f- I feel what you're saying so hard. <laughs> like, that's always, that's a good type of mode. <laughs> And so Raj cashes in on winning his uh, eating contest bet by taking her out for a full day. And it's just such a beautiful little excursion on his birthday of all days, Uh, which I don't know if he's lying or if it's actually uh, like the character's birthday, you know? True. Uh, Which would be weird because then it's like his wife doesn't know his birthday. But maybe it was just an excuse to get her out there with him, you know? Yeah. But it does that scene uh, or that thing again where the musical number is split up into these different locations that are all just like filled with these grand romantic gestures, like all the the people turning over the, the little signs to make the huge... Uh, picture of her face oh yeah and that's i love in that sequence it has him like jumping between uh being uh raj and suri yeah the one one part of the song it's like every cut it goes back and forth between costume and it's like forget like how (laughs) fucking long that probably took to shoot Uh, (laughs) it's just such an incredible feat of filmmaking to watch and like emotionally like you know, their, their romance is building, uh, you know, um, Raj and Tani, and then it just cuts to, uh, <laughs> cuts to Suri, like, with his hand on her back or whatever, uh, just longing so hard for her, and it's just so painful and so beautiful. No, yeah, I mean, I feel like I love what it kind of does with, like, him, you know, struggling with his, like, identity or whatever, and, like, I feel like towards, like, you know, the maybe, like, the last third of the movie, it really starts to, like investigate that like how much it kind of hurts he's like dang i really have to play like this this dude to get affection from my wife you know i i got what i wanted but it's like (laughs) this is kind of you know tearing me up inside yeah no she needs to love me for me yeah and then like him you know kind of pursuing that i think is like an interesting plot development where he kind of like that segment of the movie where he's like all right it's time to focus on getting surrey love and how yeah That seems like it fails at first, but it doesn't. Because yeah. I, before that is definitely the devastating uh, aspect, or like the most devastating part of the film is basically just like her falling in love with Raj, you know, mm-hmm. and realizing that she likes him. And as our friend of the show, Kate, said in her letterbox review for this, you know, congratulations, you cucked yourself. Yeah. And it's like quite literally the most a character can ever cuck themselves in a movie. <laughs> uh, but he's able to recover. And I love how when he's trying to get, you know, some Surrey love by, by acting like Raj a little bit and does the sumo fight, yeah. you know, tries to get a little masculinity in there it goes full tramp mode. He's like Chaplin in City Lights. It's it's like the boxing match. It's so funny. He even quite literally does like in City Lights. uh, He starts the match first by, you know, ducking under the other fighter and then using the ref as a shield and just getting the ref beat up a little bit (laughs) uh, before taking his lumps. And of course, City Lights ends up with him losing the fight. But this one is just so much more triumphant. It's beautiful. No, yeah. And it is, it, uh, it does that thing where, you know, like I like the fight is like well paced in a way, you know, where it's like, like it seems like at first, you know, he's just gonna get the goofy win with the tickling and whatnot, yeah. and then the, like abruptly it kind of stops and like the sumo wrestler just like throws him on the ground. Oh, think he's about to get pummeled. It's like a weird mix of like goofy and brutal because like yeah. there's the point where the sumo wrestler like squeezes his like back you hear it and crack. like kicks yeah. him like in the face. 
Oh yeah, it's it's rough. You hear like four bones crack when he <laughs> picks him up. Like I, I was watching this movie on headphones and cranking it, and the sound design in that fight is very okay. Okay, I was cranking You're the volume to the, some of those hot dance scenes. You know what? If you knew anything about classic audio equipment, you know you need to crank your stereo. <laughs> well, you know a lot about cranking it, so I, I, I'll defer to you on that one, man. I'll defer to you on that. One. You know. You know, slight detour. I never, I've never watched a movie with headphones before. I gotta try it out. Oh, it's honestly a life changer. I yeah. mean, if you don't have like a really good stereo setup, mm-hmm. uh, it's a life changer. And I yeah. do have a pretty good stereo setup, and it's still a life changer. <laughs> <laughs> this, you know what? I will say it. This makes me sound like a total nerd. David Lynch. I will not watch his movies on speakers at home. I only watch them on my overhead headphones. Damn. Loud as fuck. Respect. I mean, I I think he's one of the. There, there's obviously more than him, but in the American cinema, there's like the sound design auteurs, and he's definitely like the most preeminent one. Uh, another one I would say M Night. I watch a lot of M Night on headphones, like a good even split. True. That. What? No See? pun intended. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're we're like a blank check now. We're just doing puns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to bring that back. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, (laughs) so back to greener pastures. Yeah, Yeah. uh, Tony obviously like reacts very poorly to this (laughs) show of affection, where he's just like, you know, now it's Suri playing against his own type. So clearly, you know, just the will to survive beating this fight because he's just like, yeah, I just want to take you to Japan. It would have been nice, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's really sad, but uh, they, they send each other notes that say, I'm sorry, and she has her great breakup scene on the rooftop with Raj, and that scene is so beautifully shot. Like, those backdrops, I don't even know, man. It's just something magical about those. And speaking of backdrops, when uh, they're on their big day-long date and Raj puts in the uh, the city lights, he puts, I love you, before that happens, and it's just Tawny framed from that high yeah. angle against all of those city lights. Just one of the most beautiful images in this. And I'll tell you, we haven't talked a bunch about the visuals, but it is such a beautifully shot movie. Like the camera is quite active, so the still shots feel so impactful and uh, just framed for CinemaScope perfectly the whole way through. And I don't know. The the camera movements are never like show offy, really. Even though there is one really amazing one where you go. Uh, from uh, Surrey's room in the attic, it pulls out and then goes down a floor and then back into the main room where his wife is sleeping. Yeah. Uh, but it's always like very subtle. It's never like too showy. No, I was going to say like it is like it is very impressive like visual movie, but it's like it's well like it's like well tempered and like it meets like the tempo of the movie every time. Like like you said, like you had like those wider shots when you know things are a little bit more solemn at the beginning of the movie but then yeah of course the musical sequences are gonna get the camera alive and like i i really like the one where like it it, uh like it kind of goes through the first sequence of his marriage where he's just happy that he's like oh sick a girl makes me lunch every day (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's a funny 15 minutes of the movie when like like uh he's just like flaunting his lunchbox or whatever (laughs) he's just like i could live like this forever and he's just like ah wait i gotta find real love and then yeah. like there's that moment of him just like dancing in the attic or whatever just oh, like when he's practicing bliss. the dancing it's, <laughs> also like when he's as Surrey, like at the height of him romancing her as raj he's like practicing his dance moves in his normal clothes like while she's turned the other way while they're having dinner at one point <laughs> and that is just so funny 
Well, I, I want to go back. You mentioned them winning the uh, uh, tickets to Japan. Mm-hmm. I feel like that brings up like another a classic victory lap at the yeah. end of a movie. It's you know, like something about Mary, like Happy New Year. It's just you have a great time and you get a little vacation picks. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I like the vacation picks uh, with a little SRK narration over <laughs> the end of it. Uh, but the the true finale, of course, is the dance contest. Yeah, uh, oh. where Suri comes out in his normal clothes, and uh, it's so funny because like the swag isn't even the same. Like he's like, even if I'm on stage as a dancer, I'm still gonna be a schlub. Like I'm still gonna yeah, just in fucking put my sneakers. Up and, yeah. <laughs> that rules. That's that's basketball. That's like me wearing basketball shorts defiantly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Malcolm wearing hoop shorts to the interview. (laughs) They were khaki shorts. All right. All right. (laughs) Not going to give you shit for it. (laughs) Thank you. Um, But yeah, I don't know. There's just something so great about it. And even before the dance contest, kind of the the hint that after they forgive each other for the the sumo falling out, that there might be something there is... uh, like it's what leads her to break up with the Raj character is when they take blessings together and kind of, you know, quite literally like see God in each other. Like, uh, you know, she says, show me God and it like whites out and then it comes back and fucking Shah Rukh Khan pops up as Suri. And it's just like so perfect. He looks so righteous yeah. in and that moment. Too. I mean, it does like make sense, like her coming to the realization then yeah. like breaking through of, of his slow, soft, gentle True. love. Yeah. Because like, he was in like the first half of the movie, like there for her and like very kind and patient with like her uh, getting over the death of her uh, fiance and husband. Like he waits for her Mm -hmm. and still is attentive to her. And I love that little revelation there at the end of sort of like, Oh shit, that is that that's love. Yeah. Also it's like, it's kind of like, you know, people, you know, kind of, dumbly will like point out like people being like oh that's manipulative in like romantic comedies and like maybe you could do that here it's like oh he does this whole lie for her but it's like the options kind of presented to him before like bobby's like he's like well why don't you just hit her to get her in line you know what i mean that's a scene like in the movie you know what i mean it's like you know of course it's not of course it's maybe in real life this isn't the right move to go but it's like in this you know movie logic gesture it's quite sweet that he's doing all this Mm -hmm. of course um, any final thoughts on this one before we sign off, JT? Um, this is a masterpiece. This is my favorite uh, SRK performance oh. uh, that I've seen so far. But, I mean, I got a lot to go through. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Just such a beautiful, wholesome movie. A lot of intense uh, spectacle. And, uh, I don't know, it says a lot about uh, performance and uh, film itself. Yeah. It's uh, it's quite beautiful, and thank you once again for bringing it to the pod. It was my pleasure, Malcolm. Any any final words before uh, the audience hears from you again on Friday with your double feature? True, and I'll be, I'll work on that double feature. We'll get it soon. <laughs> but uh, um, no, yeah, I mean, it's I was like this movie like is like it fires on the level of like directing actors and like kind of like um, you know, like formatting your movie around an actor's certain presence and what they could do, but also is like just visually impressive, mm-hmm. like in, in a way that like, it, you know, it feels perfect to what's going on, you know, within the narrative and like everything is, uh, um, 
like well paced too. Like this, like this does, you know, I don't really feel the length on this movie like at all. Like no. it, it uses every minute, you know, in a very intelligent way. And uh, yeah, I mean, star power, you know, remains with SRK, you know, just insanely watchable, you know, and it's, I was trying to think of like, what's like the last dual performance like this, you know, by an American actor. It's Norbit. Jack and Jill, bro. Jack oh, and Jack Jill. and Jill's more recent. Jack yeah. And, and Norbit's a trifecta. True, yeah, yeah. Norbit, Norbit. I did rewatch Norbit yeah. uh, this mm-hmm. week. Pretty good. Norbit has Norbit's kind of in a uh thing League of its, its own. own. Yeah. I, I'd have to say Norbit is a, a one of one. Yeah. Norbit <laughs> is definitely a one of one. I mean SRK even does the uh double performance again in uh, fan. True. So there's he, a, yeah, he plays this gimmick twice. Oh yeah, fan looks awesome. I need to watch that one. Yeah. Hey, there's a lot to explore out there. A lot to explore. And I guess we might as well tease. We're in the future. I don't know when it'll happen. Probably in the next couple months we're gonna do a little uh kind of have some of our uh Indian cinema expert friends on and do a little Indian cinema one oh one uh episode. So nice. uh, oh Malcolm, you have uh, oh I, I guess JT know, and I talked about this. <laughs> yeah. uh, I thought you were there. I don't app- I don't approve of this. <laughs> this is news to you too. I don't think we'll be taking the podcast in this direction. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to be taking my talents to Mumbai. So <laughs> I'm taking my talents to one perfect shot. <laughs> uh, all right, bye. <laughs>